ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five of The Morning Hello. Thank you so much. I hope you're having a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is for you. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll go on to enjoy today's episode. We got a lot to talk about today, a lot of things going on. I hope you guys will appreciate it and have a good time with me. One thing to just go ahead and start this off with is that if you are aware, of course, we are not on Twitch right now. We are on Facebook. We're on facebook.com slash the morning hello. I mentioned this in yesterday's episode that we're available on Instagram and Facebook at the morning hello. I'm trying to find a a home, for lack of a better term, for the video portion of this podcast. The audio portion, of course, is available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. We're not we're not available on, on Apple Podcasts yet, and I don't understand why. I don't understand why. It's really kind of driving me crazy because it's been like over a week now and they still have not approved our podcast, which does not make any sense to me. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. If they got the snails, if they got the snails behind the um, behind the computer there approving podcasts, I'm not quite sure if that's what's going on or not. But eventually, we will, of course, be available on Apple Podcasts. But the video portion, trying to find a home, trying to find a place that we can consistently um, showcase our content and, you know, kind of house everything all in one. So right now I'm kind of thinking that perhaps we could use Facebook as a place to house that. Facebook has a lot of really, really, um, good features. It's got, it's the biggest social platform in the world. It's got a lot of reach. They're really building their live portion of the website. Just a lot of really good things that are going on on Facebook. So I figured, you know what? Might as well give it a shot, try it out, see if we can make this work. So here we are. I've been streaming on Twitch recently for the last several episodes, but we're going to give Facebook a shot. We're going to see how this works. Uh, I also want to be able to use Facebook as a place to upload clips of the podcast. So perhaps we can kind of do all of that in one. So we'll kind of see. You guys got to let me know what you think of the video feed being on Facebook. Let me know your thoughts. If you enjoy it, if you don't, whatever it may be. Let me know your thoughts. I want to see what you guys have to say. Because, of course, this is going to be a community effort. It's not just me here. It's me and you. That's the whole point of all of this. It's to do this together. But it is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. We just talked about coming to Facebook. But I want to let you know where we are available on the internet. If you go on Spotify and search The Morning Hello, you will see our podcast as well as Google Podcasts. Stitcher and a bunch of other places. If you simply go to anchor.fm slash the dash morning dash hello, the link will be in the description of this stream. You'll see all of our links to all of our audio locations. Of course, Spotify being the main one. Again, we're on our way to Apple Podcasts, just not there quite yet. But if you also want to see clips and other things of the stream, check out Instagram.com slash the morning hello. And of course, if you're watching live on Facebook, here we are at Facebook.com slash the morning hello. Working on a YouTube and Twitter. Haven't gotten there yet. Still working on getting those things up and running. But for now, this is where you can find us. Now, another thing I want to talk about, I was thinking about this, trying to figure it out, trying to, to see what is the best thing. I want to be able to make this podcast the best, best best possible podcast that it can be. And one thing that I would like to do, uh, starting today, I'm going to be trying this out. Instead of doing the Monday through Friday, every single morning podcast, I'm going to be moving to a Tuesday, Thursday time period. 
Tuesday, Thursday. And we're going to have more topics to talk about each episode. What that is going to do is that is going to allow me to not flood you with content. And additionally, it's going to allow me to spread each episode farther. Each episode that may have a lot of content will then be able to be shown for a longer period of time so that more people can get a listen, more people can watch and be a part of it. I feel like right now with me doing an episode every single day, Monday through Friday, there is a a lot of potential content that is being missed by not allowing for enough time for people to see it or listen to it. So we're going to go ahead and try out the Tuesday, Thursday. We're going to see how it works. If it doesn't work, we'll go back to the Monday through Friday. But I want to be able to create the best possible content that I can. And with me being, you know, working and going to school, being able to do the podcast twice a week, I think will allow me a little bit more time to create better and higher quality content for you. And perhaps more people will be able to be a part of it. So I'm really excited about that. So today is the first time that we're doing it. It is Tuesday. We're going to be doing the episode today. We're going to be sharing it on all of the socials. So no podcast tomorrow morning, no stream tomorrow morning. We'll be back on Thursday morning for the following episode, the second episode of the week. And then we'll be back the following Tuesday. And we're going to, we're going to try this out. We're going to give it a shot and we're going to see just about how this works. Perhaps it will work. We shall see. I'm pretty excited to give it a shot and, and see where it goes. So thank you so much for stopping by today. I appreciate it. I think that's about all the the house cleaning that we uh, got to take care of at the start of this episode. Uh, I have a lot of things to talk about today. A lot of interesting things to go on about. First things first, uh, we're going to have six more weeks of winter if you guys are aware of that. So basically, um, every single year, there's a groundhog that eventually what he'll do is he'll come out of his uh, of his hole and if he sees his shadow then that is deemed six more weeks of winter so apparently today is groundhog day and phil says there is six more weeks of winter and that goes into the next thing i wanted to talk about is that we got a bit of a winter storm going on where i'm from as you guys listened to yesterday i just came back from Niagara Falls, which is in New York, and I'm not too far from there. I live in Ohio, and uh, we're getting quite a bit of snow. We got a lot of snow yesterday, and now it is just a white blanket outside. It is absolutely beautiful. Now, for me, I have a small car, so the whole driving in the snow thing has been interesting, but I like to think of myself as a relatively good driver. I've never gotten a ticket. You know, I I do the occasional run through a stop sign or something like that. I'm not, I'm not the best. There are certainly things that I could be better at, but I've never gotten to pulled over. Or, or, let me say that again. I've never gotten a ticket. I haven't pulled, pulled over twice, but I've never gotten a ticket, never been in an accident. Um, so in that vein, I'd like to say that I'm a pretty good driver. And with that, you know, I drove in the snow yesterday. No problems. No problems. We drove safely, slowly. We kept ourselves in good standing with the road. Didn't have to call AAA. Didn't have to call for any help or any service, we were just fine. But it is beautiful outside. Absolutely beautiful. See, the thing is for me, I really love winter if there's snow. I don't really like the cold all that much, and I also don't really like hot all that much. I'm definitely a moderate temperature kind of person. However, if there is snow outside, I love winter. I love winter because it looks beautiful. The way I think about it, is that if it's going to be freezing cold outside, there might as well be a reason for it. And that reason better be a beautiful white blanket of snow outside. Like, that's the only way for me 
that's that being freezing cold makes any sense. Like if you're going to be in the 20, 30 degrees of weather, just give me some snow. Like don't just be cold just to be cold. Give me some snow to at least give me a reason for it to be cold. You see what I'm saying? I feel like I'm definitely not the only person who feels that way. My girlfriend feels exactly the same way. So uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, there's more people out there that feels just the same. At least I would certainly hope so. Now, the other thing is that, uh, like I said, I'm in college and I've got a lot of projects and things like that that I have to do. And there is a project that I'm working on right now where I have to write a paper about these two documentaries that I had to watch. And one of them is called The Social Dilemma and the other one was called The Facebook Dilemma. Now, of course, this is kind of ironic because we're sitting here on Facebook right now, which, of course, is going to be pretty contradictory to what I'm about to tell you. But uh, if you guys have never seen The Social Dilemma, it's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, go watch it. Like after this podcast, after you're done listening here, go watch The Social Dilemma. I'm not kidding you. It is a game changer for you in terms of the information that you're going to obtain as a result of watching that. I took a lot of notes and what I'll do is honestly is I think the best way to do this is just to read you my notes because I took a lot. There's just a lot that happened in this documentary and it's really kind of mind blowing. And it's a lot of things that, you know, you as a user of social media and of technology, you probably have thought about these things before. You know, perhaps maybe this is real. Perhaps maybe this happens. But this documentary had people who worked in very high up executive positions in Facebook, in Google, in Uber, you know, all of these places. And they tell you how the companies work and how they have operated since their inceptions and where they are now. And it's really mind blowing. So let's see here. Let's just go and read you some of my notes because I wrote a lot and it's kind of hard to just like pick and choose things. So I'll write, I'll just read you what I've written here. Uh, One thing I wrote was that tech is designed to be addictive. Now, of course, everyone knows this, you know, the way you design something is not so that it is used and then put away. Like you want people to use it as much as possible. You know, that's how YouTube is. You know, YouTube recommends you videos based off an algorithm that determines what is best for you. So tech is, of course, designed to be addictive. You know, our phones are designed to keep us on them. You know, they're tools, but they're also designed to be addictive. Now, this one guy that worked at Google said that Google did nothing to stop the addictive nature of Google or Gmail. Everyone in the company recognized that it was addictive, but nobody did anything to stop that. Nobody did anything to break up that addictive nature. It just stayed the same. Now, here's a quote from the social uh, dilemma says, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. And that's essentially talking about the people who use phones, who use Facebook, who use Twitter, etc. You don't have to pay for Facebook. You don't have to pay for Twitter. You don't have to pay for Snapchat. So guess who is the product? You. If you're not paying for the product, what's being sold? You are. And they go into that. And I'll, I'll talk about that shortly. Another quote is, it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product. So what did I just say? I said, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product, right? And then this other person says, it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product. So essentially what this is saying is that by you utilizing Facebook or you utilizing your phone or Twitter or whatever... By continuous use, there will be a gradual change in your behavior that the 
companies could then use to be the product that is sold. Because then they can tailor ads and things like that to you based off of the change in your behavior. The only product is you and how you gradually change based on your use of these platforms. Wow, I just I just said that before I even read the next note. So that's exactly it. You're the product. And how you react to what you use depends on how they sell their product. They don't sell it to you, they sell you. And the other thing too is not that they're saying that they sell your data. It's not that it's not that they're collecting all this data and then they're selling it to other people. It's that they're collecting this data and they're using it to sell you. They're not selling your data, they're selling you based off the data they collect of you. That's the biggest difference here. Surveillance capitalism trades in human futures. There are other markets that trade in futures, right? The stock market is, of course, probably the most common one to look at. You, you trade in futures of a company's value, right? Well, in tech and social media, you are the future. Humans are the futures. Human behavior is the futures that are being traded. Now, this is another thing that I found really, really interesting and really confirmed a question that I had had for a long time in terms of why do our phones show us things that they do? You know, when things are recommended, why are they recommended this way? Well, how long you spend looking at something on your phone is tracked. Everything that you do on your phone or on social media is tracked. So for instance, if you're on Instagram and you spend five seconds looking at a picture and then the next picture you spend one second looking at the picture, Instagram is then going to recommend you more pictures that are like the one that you spent five seconds on because it tracks how long you stayed idle on that picture. Same thing with Google searches. When you search up Google searches, Google is going to give you suggestions based off your geographical location, based off of what the people in your area think and do and what you think and do that it has monitored. It will then give you suggestions based off of that. No two people are going to have the same suggestions that you will because everything is tailored to where you live and who you are. That is how these algorithms work. Data collected from these companies is used to predict our decisions and the best predictions win. So basically, what we're talking about here is that this data that is collected, it monitoring how long you spend looking at something on the internet, monitoring what you search, monitoring the videos that you watch, monitoring the shows that you watch, monitoring where you go, Literally everything is tracked and collected. And based off that collection of data, the companies can then use that data to predict what you will do in the future. They can use that to predict what products you will buy. And in turn, they can then choose advertisers that are going to best fit who you are and what you will do in the future. That's why you get ads on Facebook that are tailored to things that you were talking about or just looking up because Facebook thinks that because you were looking these things up or you were talking about these things, you may be interested in such an ad and then you'll click on it and then perhaps you will buy something. And that works for them and that provides them with money. Hence, they are selling you. Now, the three pillars of social media at Facebook at the very least is engagement, growth, and advertising. That makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, and, and again, the thing too that we're talking about here is not that these things are bad. I'm just simply explaining to you what I learned and it's really quite mind-blowing. But anyways, engagement, growth, and advertising. When you have a platform, engagement is perhaps the most important thing. You want people to engage with your platform. 
If you're creating something and nobody's engaging in it, then unless you're doing it for your own self-interest, what is the actual point of doing it? What is the point in creating something that nobody is going to interact with, engage with, and be a part of? When they created Facebook, if nobody actually went on Facebook and used it and posted and liked and commented, then what would be the point of actually having Facebook? Well, it would just be a completely barren wasteland. There'd be no any, there'd be nothing happening there. So why create it, right? So engagement is the biggest thing. The next thing is growth. So let's say you have the engagement, but you're not growing at all. You're not getting any bigger. You're not getting any better. Well, then you're just going to eventually become stagnant, which is fine. But if you're a big company, of course, growth is the next step. You want to get bigger. You want to get better. You want to broaden your reach. You want to broaden your control. You want to give more options, more more quality things, all that stuff. That's what you're going to want, right? Well, that's the next big thing growth. And after that, you have, of course, advertising. Now, with advertising, Stagnant. this Which is, is where this is where these companies make their money. Again, it's not that they're selling your data. It's that they're selling you. Through the data collection, that is how they use advertisers. They determine who you are and what you will like based off of how they track things that you do. And that's how these companies make money because with that information, they can then provide certain advertisers with prime subjects, with prime customers because of what they've predicted about you. That's how these companies make their money. That's why you get the ads that you do on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Now, another thing that confirmed a question that I had had, had for a long time is that they talked about in this, in this uh, the social dilemma that social media companies will send out fake notifications on purpose to get you to open their app. Genuinely, they will literally send you a useless notification. If you have not been on their app for a while, they will send you a useless notification just to get you to open the app. And what happens when you open the app? You open the app, you look for the notification. If you don't see anything in there, guess what? Now you're on the app, you're going to start scrolling. You're going to start looking for the next thing. You're going to start being interested in what's on your feed. You're going to start scrolling. You're going to refresh. You're going to go down. You're going to be spending more time on the app, which then in turn allows for more advertisers to be shown. This is pretty crazy. I had thought about this for a long time. I'll feel like my phone vibrates and I'll say, whoa, my phone vibrated, but I don't see anything on my phone. So then I'll jump on there and I'll start using it. Or I'll get a notification. I'll say something like Facebook has a notification. I'll click on it and then there's nothing there. But then I'm already on the app. So why would I get off? right? Well, that's exactly how it works. They use GPS location to give you tailored posts. I already mentioned this previously. Google, for instance, like I said, based off your GPS location, your geographical location, you will get certain things that are tailored for you based off of where you live and who you are. I mean, this stuff is just really quite something, and I've got even more to talk about. Here's another quote for you. Any sufficient advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Now, this is a pretty wild claim to make, but it really is quite something. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And if you really think about it, it kind of makes sense. You know, the, the amount of things that technology is capable of making us do, of making us think, of making us experience, is something like no other. It's something that we've never experienced before. And you can really only tailor to something like magic. It is so persuasive, so addictive, so intimidating. 
It's, it's like nothing that we've ever experienced before. The meaning of connection is now manipulation. That's a quote from Arthur C. Clarke. The meaning of connection is now manipulation. Now think about that. With social media, we are constantly connected. Constantly. We're connected, but we're not being personally connected. It's one thing to be able to go on Facebook and see that my girlfriend posted something, but it's another thing to be in person and experiencing time together with her, right? You can attribute that to anything. You know, I may be connected to Tim the Tatman on Twitter, but I'm not sitting next to him, talking to him and having a conversation with him, right? But the thing is now is with that connection that we talk about online, what is our constant goal when being connected online? What is our constant goal? Well, our constant goal is to get a reaction, to get engagement, to get some form of results from what we do online. And how do you do that? Well, you try and tailor things in the best possible way to manipulate a good reaction. When you post a picture online, generally speaking, you're trying to get people to like it and people to tell you that they like it. So you're not going to post something that is horrifying. You're going to post something that is in the best possible way could be in order to manipulate a good reaction. Now, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. Of course, it's not because it's, I mean, this podcast does the same thing, right? We make this podcast in, in a hope that people will like it and people will enjoy it and engage with it, of course. But it still is a form of manipulation. It's very interesting to think about. Now, something that I found even, even more interesting is the constant loop of refreshing your social media. I find myself doing this all the time when I'm bored. I just consistently sit there and refresh, even though there's probably not going to be anything there. And this is, in psychology terms, considered positive intermittent reinforcement. And again, it's talking about when you scroll down from the top and it refreshes as something new. Not too long ago, Facebook and a few other social media platforms implemented a new news feed that is not based off of the chronological order of when the people that you follow post. It's based off of what Facebook or Twitter or Instagram thinks you will be interested in the most. They create an algorithmic pattern of posts for you. And when you refresh, you're going to see something new. Even if it's not from who you follow or for the the time period of when they posted it, they give you things based off what they think you're going to like in that moment. And it's kind of a bit of a slot machine. You know, you're going to pull down that lever. Oh man, what am I going to get this time? Positive intermittent reinforcement. Very interesting. Another thing to talk about when it comes to Facebook is growth hacking. And essentially this idea is they are jobs for people to hack a person's psychology. Now, if you're starting to get a little scared or concerned, uh, there's definitely reason to feel that way. This stuff sounds crazy, right? It sounds really out there, but there are definite there are there are genuinely jobs out there for people in these tech companies that are designed to simply hack a person's psychology in order to influence them to make money for the advertisers. Now, I'm not saying that these social media platforms are bad. I'm not saying that because there is so much good that comes from them. But you got to think there are also negatives to every positive, and that's what we're talking about here. Now, a description of social media was given as this. A tool sits and is waited to be used. A tool sits down and waits to be used. 
you know, you have a screwdriver. Until you need that screwdriver, it's going to sit there until you need to use it. An addiction, however, wants something from us. It is constantly reaching out. It is constantly asking for our attention. And we've moved away from a tool-based tech ecosystem to an addiction-based tech ecosystem. No longer is our tools Facebook, something that we can use to connect with, you know, our cousins from Holland, for example. Now, it is an addiction that we cannot pry ourselves away from. It has those tool benefits, but it also is an addiction that we cannot pull ourselves away from. This goes even further. There are only two industries that call their customers users. Illegal drugs and software. And that is from Edward Tuft. There are only two industries that call their customers users. Illegal drugs and software. Social media is a drug. Think about that. As a social media user, you're a user. I, re- I, he- I heard and saw this quote and I just, it really got me because I, I truly don't know of any other, any other ecosystem that considers its customers a user. I just, I don't, I don't know of any, I don't know of any, but as a social media user, you are a user. So they say that social media is a drug and really I would like to see in the future, there are going to be so many Psychology studies about the use of social media stating that it is a drug. Just how caffeine is the most common drug, I might even argue that social media is the most common drug. Just because it is not a substance that we are inputting into our bodies does not mean that it is not addictive and and then a drug. There have been many, many negative effects of social media and so many positive effects. There's a lot. It's a very complicated world, uncharted territory that we have never experienced before. It's quite, it's quite something. That's all the notes that I took. I, I really, I took notes for about the first 25 minutes of the hour and a half program. So there's even more stuff that they went on to talk about. But that's like the really, I mean, that's like the core argument of the documentary that I found just so fascinating. So if you guys have never seen The Social Dilemma, I'm asking you to please go on Netflix and watch The Social Dilemma. It will change how you see things. It will change how you think about things. A lot of this stuff is stuff that I already assumed was true, but now having them told me directly, it just, it, it, it opens my eyes more. You know, it opens my eyes more and makes me happy that I use social media in the way that I do. Because... I do my best to not fall into the addictive spiraling hole <laughs> that a lot of people get get pulled into. I'm not perfect by any means, but I certainly try my best. And that's what you should do as well. That That's what you should take from this is just when you're using social media, when you're using technology, just be careful. Just, just be aware of what you're doing. Do everything in moderation. Do not allow yourself to get overly saturated with everything online. That's the best That's the best advice that I can give you. There's a few other topics that I wanted to talk about today that I could just cover briefly before we end today's episode. I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have, be sure to let me know on Twitter, twitter.com slash Buckeye GG, or let me know on Facebook or Instagram 
Facebook.com slash the morning hello, Instagram.com slash the morning hello. I would appreciate it. Uh, right now, I, as of yesterday, or today rather, as of today, no, what is today? Second, as of yesterday, <laughs> I know my days. As of yesterday, I have started a new weight loss plan. Two weeks, I'm giving myself to lose about seven or eight pounds. Um, I started my weight yesterday, 171 pounds, and my goal is to get down to, well, technically my goal is to get down to 166. I'd like to lose five pounds. I'd like to get down to 166 by February 14th. But my like crazy goal that I really love to do is I'd like to hit 163 because that's what I weighed this past summer was 163 pounds. And then at the start of this past semester in college over the fall, I reached 178 pounds. So I gained 15, almost 20 pounds. That's a problem. That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of pounds. And I don't look very good as a result. So I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to work on that. My plan is to only eat breakfast and dinner not worrying about lunch, planning to walk, get at the very least 10,000 steps a day, and exercise for at least 10 to 15 minutes every single day, and reducing the amount of sugar intake that I have, you know, trying to only drink water and things like that. I have my coffee in the morning, but after that, really just having various forms of, you know, maybe flavored water or something along those lines. That's my goal. So I'm going to give you guys updates every single day. Yesterday, I was 171 pounds. This morning, I'm 170. So I've officially lost one pound for the first day. I'll give you guys an update on Thursday, what my what my weight is then. Uh, you know, I wanted to go over the Halo Championship Series had an update to their um, you know rules and philosophy for esports coming out with Halo Infinite. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and save that for Thursday. Uh, we've already reached a half an hour. We've had a really, really good discussion this morning. So I'm going to go ahead and cut it there. Once again, guys, if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're new to the podcast, I would encourage you to follow us on Spotify. Check us out on Google Podcast. While you're at it, just go to anchor.fm slash the-morning-hello. Check us out there. All of our platforms will be listed on there. Who we are is on there. Check us out there. Listen to us where you'd like to listen to us or check us out live at facebook.com slash hello, and check out clips and highlights at instagram.com slash hello. If you want to talk to me directly... Tweet at me, twitter.com slash GG. You'll be able to hit my line directly there. We'll be back Thursday morning for episode six of The Morning Hello. Once again, we're, we're dropping the Monday through Friday every single day podcast, and we're going to the twice a week Tuesday, Thursday model. We'll see how it goes. You guys are going to have to let me know what you think uh, once, we, once we get rolling on that. But I appreciate you being here. Hopefully, you're having a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it is for you. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.